Get ready. Helena Hustle is now live. Here, we will showcase successful leaders in business, athletics, healthcare, and all things that make Helena a great place to live. Join Dr. Daniel Bridge, owner of Endurance Chiropractic, as he searches out amazing individuals who are making a tremendous difference in this place we call home. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired with the Helena Hustle podcast. Welcome to Helena Hustle. I'm here with Courtney Smith, a realtor with the Synergy Group. Courtney, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Let's start off with your two truths and a lie. I gave you a heads up. You did. And I had to write this down because every time I went to say the truth after the lie, <laughs> I butchered it. Okay. So, okay, let's see how well you know me. I think I'm going to be able to pick it out. Okay. All right. Um, so first off, I'm married to my high school sweetheart. Okay. Okay. I'm highly extroverted and a little woo-woo. I'm highly competitive in almost anything. Oh, you did make this hard. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you are married to your high school sweetheart and you are extroverted. That's easy. So I'm going to say you're not competitive, although I feel like you are. But that's your, is that your lie? Nope. Really? What's your lie? Um, highly extroverted and a little woo-woo. So You're not highly mm-hmm. extroverted. No. Okay. So, Do tell. Yeah. I found this out in... Th- this is where the woo-woo comes in. There's a lot of like astrology and I forget there's one particular one that people use for like your personality Mm -hmm. and like how you are and who you are as a person and I don't really function that way I'm like a more like I want the science behind it Mm -hmm. and I realized that I was I'm an introverted extrovert okay and so I feed off I do not feed off people's energy in a positive way if Mm -hmm. they're like crazy and chaotic it drains me and so Mm. that's where it Like I'm introverted, but I'm more outgoing than most introverts. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really that I have really good people skills, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I don't need to be extra and I don't like being extra all the time. (laughs) And I don't, some people's energy is like super like anxiety riddled. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, nope. mm -mm, I just want like my little bubble. So do you feel, because you come off as extroverted, do you feel like you have to try to turn it on in social settings or maybe at work or? No, I feel like it can, it comes really naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, like I get hyped naturally, Uh but I don't come in hyped. Okay. I kind of have to get there. So you're, so you're mostly talking about like feeding off energy and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely. Cool. I know. Cool. Okay, you you stumped me. Good <laughs> job, good job. But you married your high school sweetheart. I did. Tell us about that. Um, so my husband and I have been together since 2011. Wow, nice. So it's 12 years almost, and mm-hmm. then married for nine in August. Okay, congrats. So, thank you. August what? 31st. Okay, cool. Good. So. Um, and I knew you're competitive. That's why I'm like, <laughs> how do I guess this is a lie? But uh, I'm, has that ever got you into trouble? Oh, yeah. For sure. Let's hear. Let's okay. hear a story. Um, <laughs> what story? How many? Have I you ever s- flipped the Monopoly board up? No. <laughs> um, mine mostly stems from like high school uh-huh. and sports. So, I played a lot of sports. What'd you play? Soccer, volleyball, track, basketball, cheerleading. Mm, um, wow. That is a lot of sports. Yeah, and so, <laughs> I I got suspended from. It was either the basketball team or the volleyball team. Um, for getting in fights. <laughs> <laughs> like physical fist fights? Yeah, like girl fights. Um, in volleyball? Yeah. There was this like old, you went under the net? And no, like 
with other team members. Okay. I was I was a pretty like mean rough teenager um <laughs> i actually got benched in a basketball game um for giving my half sister a elbow to the nose because <laughs> we didn't get along uh-huh. and our schools played each other a lot oh, okay. and she's a year younger really? so <laughs> your coach is like sorry that was the ref no oh, the, the ref, ref and he was a really good friend with my parents <laughs> with my dad and my stepmom and he's like dude she's got to get benched if she does it again uh-huh. and my stepmom's like, that's her sister. <laughs> okay, this was where? This was in Vancouver. Vancouver, Washington. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's okay. where we're from. Nice. Yeah. And then how did you and, and Zach meet? Um, so we actually, this is a funny story. So we actually met in like the third grade. Oh. So we actually went to school almost nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, I came, we moved from Battleground to Vancouver and we went to the end up going to the same elementary school and then ended up going to the same high school together because we were in the same district zone. Okay. And so he actually, it's funny, he tells it a lot. He's like, I had a crush on you since like elementary school. He did in third grade? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did, we had a class together. That? I don't. And then ironically, the other day I was looking through a box of like school stuff mm-hmm. and I found the yearbook and the picture, the class picture. Um, that we were in together. And I was like, Hey, you remember this? And he's like, yeah, that's the class. That's the class where I, he's like, I started to have a crush on you. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's that was the point. That's a cool story. Yeah. Um, and then tell us about your family. What do you guys like to do? All right. Um, I mean, we live in Montana, so hunting, fishing, hiking, camping, boating, all the fun things. I picked up paddle boarding. Love paddle boarding. Gosh, it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm a water dog Mm -hmm. from birth and so are my kids, but I thought like it would be too physical Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be fun. And Mm -hmm. we have been paddle boarding since Wes was like a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. So 2020 and oh, 2020 was probably the best year because that's when I got it. And I was so excited. And we literally like two lead around Spring Meadow Lake Mm. the entire day. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun. And the kids just sit there and like they can look over or they can stand. And it's probably one of my favorite things. That's awesome. Zach doesn't like to stand on the paddle board. Uh He's like, I want the kayak or Uh like the canoe and I can just sit and like, sure. Just, you know, wait around or whatever. But I was like, I love my paddle board. Yeah. So people used to like talk about how great it was. And I'm like, it looks kind of boring and it looks like a lot of work. Yeah. And then I got up there and I'm like, okay, I totally get it. Yeah. So we we got one last year and we absolutely love it. I want to get some more. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We live in the perfect place, which brings me to my next question. What brought you guys here? Uh, to Helena specific or Montana in general? Both, either. Okay. And when was it? Yeah. So Zach, my husband, um, he this was his like dream. Mm-hmm. He has a family friend that lives down in Manhattan. And he's like, I, I want to move and live in Montana. Mm-hmm. And so we graduated. He went to lineman school for work. And then he's like do you want to move to Montana if I <laughs> move there? And I was like 19. And I was like, Oh, you guys yeah. weren't married at the time. No, uh-huh. nope. So we graduated high school and 20 and 2012. And he got a call out the summer of 2013. So fall of 2013, we came out here mm-hmm. and here we are mm-hmm. a decade later. And why Helena? Um, <laughs> so Helena, he would prefer Lewistown if okay. I let him pick the place. Plenty of deer in Lewistown. There are, and there's good hunting, and it's the smallest town 
in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. and it's like so isolated <laughs> have you ever been to the choke cherry festival no yeah they do it in the fall it's august or september really fun it's worth going to definitely okay so i will put that on our list but it was just i didn't want to be in bozeman we lived next to Bo bozeman for a while and we've just came came through helena so many times mm -hmm. we had to go to great falls and haver which is where we first were and that was totally different from mm -hmm. growing up on the west coast yeah which was honestly like a, a shock yeah. in environment. And so this was just enough where it wasn't super dense with trees and it felt like big sky, mm -hmm. you know? And so I was like, let's, let's do like, let's put down roots. Let's buy a house. And so that's what we ended up doing in 2016. Okay. So we were married in 2014. Um, so we lived here for a while and we're like, didn't really know where we wanted to live. Mm -hmm. And then bought a house in Townsend and, then had a, we had a kid already and then I was like yeah it's too far to drive I don't like driving that far you can drive he drives all mm -hmm. the time for work and I was mm -hmm. like I just don't want to do it but yeah so we've been in the Helena area for nine years you don't live in Townsend anymore no we live right. in yeah we live by you oh yeah in the North oh, Valley right that's right yeah cool um and then did you work when you first came to Helena yeah so I what did I do? I don't remember. No, because we had Aspen. Mm -hmm. And so we moved here in 2014 and we had just gotten married and I was going to work. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so I worked at the hospital for a while and that was a whole nother scene I'm not going to go into. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm, I'm out, like I'm six months pregnant and it was miserable mm -hmm. for being first time pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so after that, I just decided, I was like, I'm going to just be a stay-at-home mom um, and see how it goes. How did you like that? It was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a little lonely being 12 hours from family and friends, but we had family that came a lot. Mm -hmm. And then, ironically, we met Papa and Mimi, which are the friend's parents from high school. And I was like, what are you guys doing over yeah. here? And so it was nice to have them in town, and they're still here. And oh, then cool. It was just about making friends. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of weird. But. Yeah. Yeah. When you, especially if you don't have a job where you're interacting with people and you're stay at home mom and you're in a place that is kind of foreign to you, I can see how that could be challenging. Yeah. It was, and my husband's work at the time was not helping mm -hmm. <laughs> to mm -hmm. say the least. He wasn't at home I see. traveling a lot, uh, even like to North Dakota. Oh, wow. And at times, and he did that for a, a while. Mm -hmm. A see. while. Yeah. So, and then take us from there to being a stay at home mom to what you're doing right now. Yeah. So I was actually going to start real estate in 2017, 2018 ish. My daughter was born in 2015, but we're still trying to get pregnant with our second mm -hmm. and I had a miscarriage in 2017. Mm, and I sorry was to like, hear that. thank you. Yeah. So I just decided to like put everything off. I was attending college at the time and I decided it was just too much. And so I was like, one day I'll get back to this. Mm -hmm. um, I Like first I want to build my family mm -hmm. and then I'll work on a career because a career can come at any time right. and I didn't know if a family could. Exactly. So yeah, I really waited until I had my son and that was in 2019. So once he was old enough and of course 2019, year later, pandemic right. hits. Mm -hmm. So that threw a monkey wrench in everybody's sure. plans. Mm -hmm. So I decided to wait until the craziness kind of died down. Yeah. And so I got my license in 21 and I just passed my two-year mark in April. So Congratulations, two years. You. Yeah. So what does that take to 
to get your license. 70 hours of work and passing the state exam and national exam. Was that pretty challenging? Yes. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And then what sorts of things, like what sorts of questions do they ask you on the, those tests? Oh my gosh, everything under the sun. It's like 120 questions mm -hmm. between the two of them. Wow. And it's like from conducting yourself to ethics mm -hmm. and situations mm -hmm. like, and it's all multiple choice, which is great and then not great sure. <laughs> because like always go with your gut, right? And so, yeah, I like barely passed whatever one it was, just marginally, you have to get like 80%. You passed. <laughs> and yeah, and so I ended up having to take the other one again a second mm -hmm. time because I didn't pass that one and I was like, I shouldn't have second guessed myself. So the second time I didn't second guess myself, like the first answer, mm -hmm. that is what I did. And I moved on. You crushed it. Yeah. yeah. And so it took me two tries within three days of doing it. And, and then I got licensed. Nice. So did you guys go out and celebrate when you got your license? Oh yeah, for sure. What did you do? We went to Silver Star, which Sweet. is like one of my favorite places oh, nice. in town. Do you remember what you got? No. I'm glad you guys did that. I have a tendency <laughs> to just like onto the next thing mm -hmm. instead of like stopping to smell the roses. Yeah. And life's too short to not commemorate those big accomplishments and big stepping stones in your life. So Definitely. good for you guys. Yeah. I, I try to be present where my feet are, mm -hmm. but sometimes as humans, we just like get the ball rolling, rolling, mm -hmm. like you're on to the next thing. And I'm always like, but what can I do now? Slow down. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, when I got my first closing, I had my first closing and I got my first commission check. Like I still have that copy cool. of the actual check itself. Mm -hmm. And I'm like going to frame it. I haven't framed it yet. And I probably should because it's been two years, <laughs> but I'm going to put it up in the office. And it was like just celebrating those milestones yeah. and getting my license was, was the first step. And that was the biggest thing. And so it was, it was Zach and the kids and I, and it was just, you know, like, let's just take a moment and like mm -hmm. wipe all the stress away from like, going from Sunday to Sunday, literally in a week, getting crushing my 70 hours and then taking the tests mm -hmm. and then passing it and then being like, okay, this is where the journey starts. Yeah. This is the next thing. I get to go sell real estate. I get to make people's dreams happen. Yeah. So what did that mean to you when you got your first close, your first commission check? Um, I was a little baffled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a stigma like, realtors make a lot of money and I was like this is just the first step but this was the first step of this person's home ownership mm -hmm. and so it was not only just like taking that commission but it was like what just happened to that buyer mm -hmm. and so that's what I thought about I was like this is craziness like I just helped this person buy a house for you know for their situation and what is their next steps too? It's mm -hmm. like, I, I don't even know, but I, you know, I follow, I keep in touch with as many clients as I can that will mm -hmm. stay in touch and it's doing great. That's exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. The impact that you get to have on somebody's life for the rest of their life, they might have that house for 50 years right? and their kids might have that house and yeah. you helped put them in the perfect position for them to, to set up their home. I mean, we're in our home a lot. We are. And that's really great. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's been a roller coaster for sure. And 
it's not always pretty but you know entrepreneurship's never never it's never sexy <laughs> <laughs> yeah on the outside but yeah the day-to-day the late nights early mornings the you know the things that don't go as expected yeah and time commitment i mean mm-hmm. it's where it's it's a business and you have to put the time in to actually right. run it mm-hmm. so um do you, were there any surprises that when you started real estate that you didn't realize oh wow this is this is a lot more involved than I thought. Anything that stands out? Yeah and no, but like I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Like we had been through the process of buying two houses. Mm-hmm. So I had been on the the client side, the consumer side for the buy and the sale. And so I, you know, I didn't realize how much time I guess went into it. Like, you know, I'm I'm sitting here and like I'm like, this house looks great and like, what about this one? And I don't realize the the background that that was kind of a shock, I guess. It's like, mm-hmm. they're literally always looking for you. They're mm-hmm. always working. Like I knew, you know, real estate is going to be one of those businesses where like it's 24 seven, like right. Saturdays and Sundays, you're going to have to give up and, you know, here and there. And so I didn't just didn't realize there was like all this background search and all of that stuff. Like it's you just don't see so much of it mm-hmm. all you see is like let's go see the house today right and like let's put in the offer and here's your inspection and all of mm-hmm. the fun stuff that comes after it and so it was a lot of just a lot of learning I, I i can relate to that through crystal's job as a photographer when somebody hires her they see her come on set pose their family take the pictures and then they get their pictures you know a couple of weeks later but then i see her taking her free time to go driving around, finding cool spots, cool views. She'll say, okay, where's the sun going to be? And then there's a lot of skill involved in getting someone posed. And then all the hours that I see her editing photos and doing everything she can to make the experience as as good as possible. Just like real estate, there's a lot more that goes on under, under the surface. Yeah, behind the scenes is like crazy. And yeah, it's so funny. I think about that because I'm like, I'm not good with a camera. I <laughs> suck at taking pictures and it's like there's but there's so many things that go into it that I don't yeah. even know like like you just said like driving around like I, I'm not going to drive around because I don't even know where to begin because I don't even know what I'm looking for mm-hmm. and that's I mean that's how people come in to real estate too they're like I have no idea and I'm like it's okay right I got you yeah like this is why I did what I did mm-hmm. to be here to help you you have from what we were discussing this the other day but you have a a really cool gift and process well when i say gift i mean like a talent of how you make the experience special for your clients can you talk about that a little bit yeah so i really like to make personalized closing gifts for my clients and if you think about it a typical transaction is 45 to 60 days Mm -hmm that's from from the start of an offer to the finish of it to the closing table Mm -hmm. so you literally have two months with this person in a really intense time in their situation you know in their life in this situation but you have so much time with them before Mm -hmm. like i've like worked with clients for like a year oh wow so you really get to know people over Mm -hmm. the time even like i've had ones where it's like maybe a month i worked with them and then the 45 to 60 days to closing and so i really try to get to know my clients and their personalities and like what what is going to serve them in life and so i just try to make things as fun but practical too and that's that's where i'm like 
it's really nice when people give like gift certificates and things like that, which I've totally done. If it's like, you know, you're gonna have a bunch of people in town mm-hmm. and you want to take them somewhere. Or my favorite one is like telling people about like getting my gift certificate and then telling them like, this is to my favorite bakery. Like you have to try X, Y, Z at this bakery. And that's kind of the fun part. If I know they're like really into food, like I've had some uh, parents and they have like teenage kids Mm -hmm. and I'm like, girl, I got you on the chocolate. (laughs) I know where you can go get some really good chocolate cake Uh, and just little fun things like that. And I was telling you, yeah, the other day that I'd gotten, um, when I'm a single guy, some oven mitts. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it's just one of those things where you forget about it a lot Mm -hmm. of the time. And it's not something you have all the time, but it's so needed, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to get out of the oven? You forget to buy them. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was just little things like that. Uh, And I've, so I just try to personalize it as much as possible to like, what's going to fit their needs. And like, maybe it's even, I buy lunch Mm -hmm. on moving day Mm -hmm. because you're so stressed out moving and trying to either have someone move you or move yourself. And, you know, it's going to be four o'clock by the time you think about food. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm going to come and drop off pizza or sandwiches or whatever it may be. And I just think it's, it's those little things that make people's life a little less stressful and, you know, it's just a nice gesture. Yeah. It's a personalized touch and it's unexpected. It's not like, hey, you'll, what's included in this is you also get a pizza. No, it's something you don't have to do, something you choose to do. And it, I think it means a lot for people. I definitely love it too. It not only like it's appreciated from them, but it like fills my cup too mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, they're running around like a chicken with their head cut off. What can I do right. to alleviate something? Mm-hmm. So that's how I think of it. Yeah, very cool. Okay, Courtney. So what advice do you have for somebody who is looking for a house, thinking about getting a realtor, you know, they're stressed, concerned about the market, just anything. Like what, what advice would you give somebody in that situation? I always say, I always like to start with ask a friend. So if you don't have a realtor, ask a friend, Mm because I guarantee you somebody in your sphere has a realtor friend Mm -hmm. that you could probably use. And if you don't know anybody I always like to say, do your homework and do a Google Google search, but read people's bios. That's like the first and foremost thing. Mm-hmm. Like I really like people that I can click with. Right. Like we're connected through mm-hmm. a client of mine, which is a friend of yours yeah. and your wife's. That and brought us together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I like working with people that are doing life like the same as I am, Mm -hmm. but that's not only people that I work with, you know, older people, younger people, single Mm -hmm. people too. But it's like, I really want someone I'm going to connect with. Mm -hmm. And I think that is helpful from a consumer side too, because I want, you know, as personally, I want to be working with someone that I feel comfortable talking with. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing is like either ask someone that you trust who they trust to buy a house from, um, or Google, and start reading Mm -hmm. because information is just so powerful on trying to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And then if you're in the buying process, (laughs) I mean, this is, this can go so many ways because right now we're kind of stuck on that post COVID and it's crazy. And people just think like, it's like the end of the world or it's not like there's mm-hmm. two, <laughs> two extremes, like everything's fine or interest rates are so high. I'm, I'm never going to buy. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
it's seek a professional, seek mm-hmm. help, ask for help. And I think as entrepreneurs, we don't do that. But as humans, we don't do that mm-hmm. enough is like go to someone who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. because they're going to take a lot of stress off the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, just like you said, like you outsource your photography. Oh, yeah. If you try to do everything on your own for your business, then you're not going to grow because you can't do everything great. But there are some things that only you can do great. And then you can bring someone in who can fill your weaknesses. Yeah, like you said, as individuals, we want to do everything our own uh, by ourselves and try to find a house by yourself when you don't know anything about real estate and and what the process entails and and maybe some of the different questions you don't think to ask. Yeah. So. And I, I think personally in my business and professional, like my professional life and my personal life is like, if you try to do everything, you're not living. Mm-mm. I mean, you literally are one person and I cannot be a photographer and inspector or an appraiser or a lender and right. re- sell real estate and be a mom and a wife and all the things. It's like you get, will get burnout, you'll get exhausted and mm-hmm. then you'll hate what you're doing. Right. <laughs> I love what I do because I have other people that do other things mm-hmm. for me. Like Crystal, nope. I'm not taking pictures. Yeah. You can come and take pictures all day long because uh-huh. that is not my strong suit. Sure. And like, that's just not one thing I'm willing to mess with. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to learn it because I think like, yeah, taking pictures here and there is really fun, but it's like all the editing, like you said, and driving around, mm-hmm. like that's just not what fills my cup. Sure. Like, helping people and going down that road for, you know, finding real estate is 110% my cup of tea yeah. all day long. It's very clear talking to you, you know, this conversation and others that you love what you do. You love helping people. You love helping people to reach their dreams. So you're obviously very good at what you do. If somebody wanted to do business with you, how would they find you? How would they connect with you? Um, so they can find me on Facebook and at Courtney Smith Real Estate, Montana Real Estate. And I mean, you can always just call me, find me online. So real quick, your Facebook is at Courtney Smith. Smith. Montana real estate, Montana, real estate, Montana yeah. spelt out. Yeah. And then what did you say? The other real, ways? Uh, Oh, they can Facebook? Always, yeah. Facebook or Google me. Just, just Google you and you'll yeah. pop up. Courtney yep. Smith, realtor. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Courtney. Yeah. Learned a lot and enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Helena hustle podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Helena Hustle Podcast.